Hey guys, welcome back to the mini monologue. The mini monologues are just a shorter version of my podcast that comes out every Wednesday in a monologue. As you can probably tell by my voice, I am quite ill. Recent, I've been very ill recently. I think I have the flu. Who knows? Or I could be dying. I like to go with dying because I'm very dramatic. But I think in reality, I do just have a cold or a flu. But I wanted to talk about sick days because my illness has inspired me. I'm going to use it. I'm going to take it as a positive that I have something to speak about in my mini monologue this week, which is sick days. I, okay, well, no. I just want to say I love a sick day. I do not love a sick day because, I mean, I love everything about a sick day like I love lying in bed all day and having someone look after you it's great if you have someone to look after you if you don't have someone to look after you it's completely the opposite but if you have someone to look after you like that is my ideal day like someone going down getting cups of tea stroking your hair you get to watch movies all day like you don't have to do any work or school because you're sick like that is the best day ever until you're actually really, really sick. And then it's just not fun. Like, so my my ideal day is a fake sick day. Fake as in I faked it to my mum. Not, like, not now. Like, I, I wouldn't fake it now because who am I faking it to? But, like, in school, I was I was known to fake a sickie quite often. Like, like, once a week. Maybe even twice a week. And I used to come up with these. I was quite an actress when I was younger, you know. I was quite good at it. I, w- I would start it like a couple of days before, you know, I'd, I'd start the like whole process about getting sick. And then finally, like on the, the last day of it, I would I would go into my mum's room at like 3am going, oh, mom. and then it would work and she wouldn't wake me up the next morning. And it was incredible. Uh, <laughs> but then, yeah, because my mum thought I was sick, then she would treat me like a, a little sick patient and I wasn't even sick so I just got the treatment I didn't have to go to school because I hated going to school that that was my ideal day fuck being sick when you were younger was so good I remember actually in my house in my family home we had a sick ball I actually always see TikToks about that now we still have the same sick ball it's like this kind of kind of see-through plastic but it's now like white it's like a, a white plastic and we've had it since I was what five so it's been there for 16 years and it's been used for everyone's vomit in my family and baking for 16 years it's our baking bowl it's what we we make all our our birthday cakes in banana bread god knows what else gets put in there probably like fucking raw chicken vomit everything all of the above goes into that little that little plastic bowl uh, which is just disgusting when you think about it I was I put call me crazy here but I put my pots and pans in the dishwasher probably not supposed to do that but like I think it gives it a proper clean like I don't know if you can get that good a clean from just putting it under the sink and giving it a little scrub with your fairy liquid. I'm not, I just, I honestly don't think that gives it a proper clean. That's why I put it in the dishwasher. Because also, like, you put, like, I mean, I don't put raw chicken in it, but, like, a lot of people do put raw chicken in their pots and pans. Like, you need to get rid of that shit. And I don't know if running it under the tap is going to do that. And my mum and dad do not put pots and pans in their dishwasher they're not about that life so I know for a fact they're not putting the sick bowl in the dishwasher because the sick bowl is quite big and the whole problem they have with pots and pans going in the dishwasher is that it takes up too much space that sounded like a wrap I spoke so quickly there um so I know that they're not putting that sick bowl in the dishwasher that sick bowl has been rinsed underwater for 16 years so with salmonella bacterial inf- infections god knows what else is in there so I should like 
put that in a frame and put it in a wall. Just, I cannot believe that that bowl has survived that long. I might ask my mum for it and then keep it for my kids for when they're sick. My favourite thing when I'm sick to drink, I'm not a big tea drinker, like normal tea, like English tea, like a cup of, I don't have that a lot because I don't like non-dairy milk with tea. It just doesn't hit the same, I don't think. Like I love non-dairy milk, don't get me wrong, but like I love it in my coffee. I have almond milk, I have oat milk, I've got coconut milk, I love it all. But when you put it in tea, it just tastes gross. And I just, I don't know why dairy milk just tastes the best in tea, but it really, really does. I'll give it that. I'm not a dairy, like, well, no, I used to love dairy milk. I used to drink glasses of milk all the time. Every time I say dairy milk, I'm thinking of the chocolate, but I'm actually just talking about, like, normal milk. I should call it cottage milk. It's an easier thing to call it. But I used to love it so much. I used to drink glasses. My dad still drinks glasses of it. He drinks glasses of milk. with He gets a pint glass, fills it with milk and ice. I'm like, well, the ice is going to melt and it's just going to be watery milk. You're disgusting. He also drinks red milk, so it's already watery milk. So, like, at this point, you're having water with a dash of milk in it. Anyway, I'll not get too into it. (laughs) However, I do like tea with almond milk if there's loads of sugar in it. Like, I'm talking, like, two or three sugars, which actually might not be a lot, but, like, I don't... I, I don't know, I, I just, I don't want to shame anyone for having three sugars in their tea, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're only meant to have three teaspoons of sugar a day, and I'm definitely getting sugar in other places, like a lot, of, like I probably get a lot of sugar from my ketchup, so I'm just not going to be drinking cups of tea with three sugars in it every day, but when I'm sick, there is just nothing that hits the same as a sugary tea with almond milk. I mean, it probably would be nicer with normal milk, but almond milk does the job when there's that much sugar in it. It's just my favourite thing and it just like revitalises me, especially with a sore throat. Oh my God. That's what I'm going to have when I go home today after this mini monologue. I'm going to go home and I'm going to have a really sweet tea and it's going to cure me completely. I'm trying to think like what other like common sick foods there are. I know there's like soup, but to me, I'm not a huge soup person. Don't get me wrong. A Saturday afternoon, you go for lunch to a cafe with a friend. I'm getting the soup and sourdough. That, there's no, there's nothing better than like a cafe soup or like a restaurant soup, like, like a nice hearty soup. But you see, like when you buy soup from like the supermarket and you just put it in the pot, it just never really hits the same. I mean, it's all right, but you need a bit of crusty bread to dip in there. And I don't want to buy a full baguette and then not finish it. So it's just, it just doesn't hit the same. So I'm not, I'm not having soup at home. I feel like I kind of do just eat shitty food when I'm sick, like. For me, well, I guess this kind of is like a soup, but I like to like I like to eat spicy food when I'm sick. I think it really like flushes things out and like makes your nose clear and stuff. So I've been eating ramen, the Wagamama ramen, which I'm like I know you can get much more authentic ramen than that, but I just like the vegan option they have at Wagamama. There are a really great ramen places in London, um, but I just like their vegan options. The ones I've tried near me anyway, I'm not dying over their vegan options. So I've been sticking with Wagamama for for the time being. And they have this thing called Bang Bang Cauliflower at Wagamama. If you haven't tried it, get to know it. It is delicious. So I get that and I get my spicy ramen and it just, after that, I'm just like, I can breathe again. This is incredible. And then like, yeah, I, as, as I said, I just sit and watch movies and I think my favourite movies to watch are just shitty rom-coms. I, I need to watch a shitty movie when I'm ill. I'm not going to give something my full attention because especially with this flu, I've been like falling in and out of sleep all day. Like I've been sleeping so much and I think it must be just like my body trying to recover from this all. Drinking a lot of lem sip as well. 
Lemsip. I actually used to like low key like be addicted to Lemsip. I don't know if you can be addicted to Lemsip, but when I was like, I don't know, like sixteen, I tried Lemsip for the first time, and I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> this tastes so nice. And my mom was like, what? Like two years ago, I gave you it, and like you couldn't even like swallow it. You hated the taste so much. And I was like, well, I don't know what's gone into me. Like this tastes so nice. And then I just started having it like every evening, like as my cup of tea for the evening. Because back then I used to drink tea. I think like when you, because I, I, I live with my mum and she was making tea every single night. I used to be like, mum, pop a lemsip on for me. And I would have a lemsip every night. Which is so weird because I swear that's paracetamol. Now I'm thinking about it. But I used to, I used to drink lemsip all the time. Don't anymore. But I have been recently because I've been ill. Oh my God, how cute is this as well? I was like, I had a job the other day and they sent a driver for me. So I was just chatting away to this driver. I actually wasn't even. I was on the phone to my mum in, in the car. I hadn't even spoken to the driver yet. And I was just complaining to her because I felt so ill. I was like, mommy, I'm dying. Like, I've been sweating. and I like, got a fever. and My head's spinning. Just t- describing all her symptoms to her. Almost forgetting that this poor driver could hear me. And that I was in the car with him. And then he, like, starts wrestling about in his, like, um glove compartment and I was like oh fuck this is so awkward he's just heard me like tell my mum how ill I am I know he's rustling about for like like a mask or like or like some spray to spray at me or something like he like starts rustling about and I was like oh god like th- this is awkward like maybe he's gonna be really pissed off at me like because I'm gonna give him a cold or whatever is that really bad actually not thinking about it because like do people like go about their day when they've got a cold or flu coldy flu like I know it's not COVID I took a test it's not COVID but I'm like now I'm still thinking like is that bad that I went I went about my day but then I am thinking people definitely went about their day and like had the coldy flu whatever and like before quarantining was a thing like we did go about our day didn't we now I'm questioning everything. Maybe I shouldn't have even left my house. I don't know, guys. You tell me if I've done something terrible. No, I'm really scared. But anyway, the driver's rustling about in his compartment, getting scared. And then he's like, hands me back tablets. He hands me back these Lemsip cold and flu tablets. He's like, here, darling, like, take some tablets. Like, I hope you feel better. And I was like, <laughs> he's like, do you want some water to take them with? And I was like, girl I'm about to fucking cry and my mum was like tell tell him fair, thank you very much I was like my mum says thank you very much she's like no worries I just hope you feel better and I was like there is still good people in this world it just made me and then okay so then after the show he dropped me off somewhere else and as I was leaving he was like oh here take the rest of the packet because you have to take them again in an hour he's even keeping like tabs on the time I took the tablets I'm gonna fucking cry it was the cutest thing I've ever experienced in my life. This doesn't have anything to do with sickness or illness. I mean, it kind of does, actually. Let me explain. I saw this TikTok the other day and I saved it because I wanted to discuss. Someone said, I'm borderline tears. I can't take even a tender scolding. The train man told me to take my foot off the seat. I will be thinking about this all year because I'm a loser. I'm 22 years old. (laughs) I can't relate anymore. I have never been more terrified of people older than me. Like, I cannot be told off and not cry my eyes out. I was on the Eurostar and I was sat at like a table. So I had had the four seats. My agent was sat opposite me. So beside her, there was an empty seat. Like there was no one sitting beside us. So naturally... It's a, it's a two-hour train journey. I'm going to put my feet up on the seat. 
call, is that, call me crazy. Is that really rude? I was going to do it. So I put my feet up and the conductor told me off. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? I'm going to cry my eyes out. Like, I, I feel like I'm going to cry right now. I just cannot take being told off. It scares me so much. Like, I in school as well. I mean, I didn't really get told off. I didn't get told off a lot, but there was some confrontational... It wasn't even confrontation. Like, my attendance was so bad because I loved sick days so much. And my head of year once, like, called me out. And it was more just, like, I guess to check up because, like, they have to check up on you. Like, when you when you start missing school, like, they need to make sure everything's, like, okay at home and shit. Um, so she, like, called me out and she was like, hey, like, as you can see, like, you've missed a lot of school. Like, just want to, like, check if everything's okay. Like, what's going on? And I kind of, like, didn't really have a reason to give her. Like, I couldn't be like, my cat died. Like, I couldn't tell her that because that's not true. So I just kind of be like, yeah, no, everything's fine. She's like, so why are you missing school? And I was like, well, no, I'm about to cry. So why have you done that? <laughs> I just can't handle authoritative figures speaking to me in a stern tone. It freaks me the fuck out. Don't know if I'll ever, like, grow out of that. Like, I mean, I will put my hands up. I shouldn't have had my feet on the seat and I feel like any normal person at 21 years old when the train conductor says you're like take your feet off the seat I'd be like okay and just take your feet off the seat like fair enough but instead I would just kind of stop thinking about it the whole way back to London like that was two hours of just pure guilt and sadness and shame I hope you guys enjoyed my little mini monologue for this week I'm now gonna eat some spicy ramen and hopefully it will knock whatever this is out of my system so that I don't have to speak like a little croaky frog on the microphone next week but yeah hope you enjoyed and I will see you next week love you bye